Um, I think it's recording. Yes. Okay. Um, so you already told me uh, your pronouns are she, her, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. And can I please get your full name and spelling? Okay. My name is Mariah Cologne. Um, M-A-R-I-A-H-C-O-L-O-N. Perfect. Um, and I think you said this earlier too, but how old are you? I'm 23. Awesome. Um, and where are you from? I'm from the, I would say the suburbs, but it's like borderline Chicago. So uh, the Cicero Berwyn area. I'm from there too, kind of. I lived there for a long time. <laughs> I, lo I love this place. <laughs> I live like five minutes away from Cicero. Really? Where are you from? Yeah. I'm from the west side of Chicago. Cool. Yeah, it's like, pretty close. Yeah, West Garfield Park. Super close. Super That's close. Very yeah. close. <laughs> This is so nice. So many different connections. That's that's like my favorite thing about like interacting with new people is like this, you know, Chicago seems so big, but it's really a small world. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, what is your music origin story? Uh, it's kind of like all over the place. Like I, so like my family was in like heavily involved in music. Um, my dad was a musician. Um, all my siblings can play instruments and sing. My grandpa was a musician. He just like runs in my family. Um, so I grew up around like music all the time. And I guess I started like, honestly, I don't know where it started. It just did. I remember like doing the talent show in fourth grade and I was like singing high school musical. Um, I don't remember like ever wanting to do it. I just have the memory of doing it. And then I started playing instruments because I just had this like intuitive feeling that I could play instruments before I did. So I went to Target and like we passed by these keyboards and I was like, mom, I need this. I need this right now. And she was like, I'm not about to spend $300. Like you're crazy. And I was like, no, like, please, like I need it. You need to buy it for me. And then she was like, okay, well then play something. And I don't know how to read music. I play by ear. So at the time, like something was playing on the intercom or whatever. And I just like mimicked it on the piano. And my mom's like, okay, fine. We'll take it home. Like, we'll buy it for you. Like you impressed me. And that's kind of how it started for me. I just started to play piano all the time and I would sing. And I don't know, it just kind of, it just gradually built from there. And that's how I ended up here. That is such a cool origin story. I love that so much. It, it almost felt like you were like called to be in music, right? That is, yeah, oh, that's yeah. so cool. I, know, I like I can't that. even, I can't describe it either. Like, I don't know. I just felt like, I'm like, I need that piano. Like I need it. And my mom's like, you're crazy. Like, no one's about to spend this much money right now. And I was like, please. And yeah, and that's how I started playing piano. But everything else, like, I just play by ear. So sometimes it's, I'm embarrassed to call myself musician. Like, I was for a really long time because my other friends could read music and I couldn't. And I would just, like, see them play something and then just match pitch and play the same thing as them. But when it came down to it, they're like, what chord are you playing? I was like, um, I don't know, whatever this is. Now, obviously, like, I'm a little bit better with that. I can, like, read tabs and chords and stuff like that. But, like, sheet music, no idea. I just can't. Like, it goes in one ear, out the other. Like, I just can't do it. That is so cool because um, I was actually talking to one of my music teachers about this, but you mentioned, like, uh, music runs in your family. Actually being able to recognize pitches and, like, recreate them is, like, a genetic thing. So it probably runs in your family. Yeah, actually, yes. My other siblings also can't read music either, but they can just they can just do it. And that's why I don't, I don't know how to explain it. Like I said, like sometimes I was embarrassed to just say, I'd be like, oh, well, I'm just a vocalist. Cause I wouldn't know how to be like, 
I guess I'm a musician, but I don't know how to read music. But now I like, I own up to it and I'm proud of it. Still don't care if I can't read music. I'm a musician. Exactly. That is so cool. I love that. Um, so who would you say is your biggest inspiration when it comes to being an artist? So I am kind of like an R&B artist, like my sound but I grew up on like alternative indie. My biggest inspiration is Chris Martin from Coldplay. I love Coldplay um, or Haley Williams, Paramore. But like, I guess for singing what I grew up, as of right now, my biggest inspiration is Maggie Rogers. I'm a big stan, I love her. Um, I take inspiration from like all my friends, everyone, you guys, everyone. But that's, I guess my biggest inspiration is Chris Martin. <laughs> I don't know. That's so cool. I love, um... Maggie Rogers did a song with Phoebe Bridgers at the Go-Go Dolls Iris cover and I, I love it so much. Her voice is so beautiful. Yeah, she's she's so cool and her merch is so cheap too. So if you ever want to go buy some, I swear I just bought a shirt and it was $10. I was like, $10? That's so cheap. That is so cheap. <laughs> like usually artist merch is like $40 for a shirt. I know, it's ridiculous. Like that a is so cool. golf wang tee printed on some random Gildan shirt that they got for like four cents and it goes for like 50 bucks. I know, and you still buy it, right? Because that's me. <laughs> you still buy it because you want the clout. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't really have a lot of merch for that reason, but yeah. Um, so on the topic of inspiration, how do you take inspiration from your community, your family, your neighborhood? Um, I love art. I love it. I love Instagram because I get to like interact with so many different creatives and meet so many different people. Like all the art in my house right now, I don't know if you can see it. They're all local art that I just buy off different vendors or any of my artist friends. Um, I can't even explain it. I think it's just, it's awesome to see someone have a passion and a talent for something and then just go after it. And it can be completely different than me. Like one of my best friends is an animator. I don't know how to draw, but I see whatever he does. And I'm like, oh, I love it. Like, I'm just so proud of all of my friends. And like, it's true when they say that you create your own reality, you know, like the things that I put out into this world is, is being brought back to me. I like to make art and I like to speak to people and just like use that creative outlet. And I'm sure other people do too. And it's just being reciprocated back and forth. Like I make something, you're inspired, you make something, I'm inspired. And I take that like for my entire community. I have like, um, well, I live in Berwyn and we have a train station and they have like these big, um, poster boards where artists just came and like spray painted and drew a bunch of stuff and like when I walk past there I take everyone's story with me you know what I mean it's just like visually pleasing I can well that's just if that's like visual arts but music too writing anything I love the arts oh I can definitely relate to that can I say that makes me so happy to hear you say that because I feel the exact same way like I remember being really little and going to see like a musical with my grandma and then just feeling like so inspired to do like everything and that feeling has like never stopped even if it's like you said like a type of art that I'm not really familiar with in any way it's sort of like like going to a museum and then like you see all the cool like historical pieces and you're like damn life is cool but it's yes just, like, even like clothing I have a lot of friends who do like um they have like clothing brands or screen printing. Um, and obviously I would never be able to do something like that. And that's why I appreciate it so much more because I can't, you know, I, I can't do the same thing that you're doing and I still appreciate it. And I really like the fact that people are going with their ideas and just spreading that type of art. I just, I don't know, it's inspired me. I was gonna say the same thing. Oh. 
Um, I was going to say the same thing because I remember like last year, what so two years ago, when Solange had dropped When I Get Home, that album was really inspirational to me and it really got in my art practice and I got like more involved with my communities and I got to experience more. So I kind of feel the same way that you feel, just it's flipped. So instead of, so instead of like visual art for me, it's music. So. Yeah, to kind of tie in with what Taishan was saying, I mean, after first listening to Deltron 3030, the album, like literally I felt like I felt like I had to write an analysis on every single song. Like I felt like something possessed me, took me over and just, my fingers just started moving, man. Like, I don't know, but I, I can truly relate to that. I mean, I feel like all of us are creative people in here and like it's all, it's nice to find other people to talk to about your own passion. And it's awesome that, all of us share the same passion, which is music and art. That's why the music journal is so good, because we're all swag and have motivation from art. That's how you get a bomb music journal. Yes, exactly. And that's like part of the reason I joined it is because like and Sen Arts. Like oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no. Go ahead. Okay, um, so Sen Arts, like there's visual arts, there's dance, there's theater, and then there's music. And then the music has its own three categories, band, orchestra, and vocal. And we used to have these showcases before Corona ha happened, and uh, they would be called Word on the Street. And it was my favorite time. I went in eighth grade before I went to like my high school. And I was like, I need to go to high school here. This is like the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Just like because I have friends like basically in every discipline and just being able to support each other and feed off that art. It was like, I'd walk out of there with a whole new identity. It's, it's such a beautiful thing. I can totally relate to that. Um, Tyshawn, go ahead. Seeing your friends perform, like just feeling the passion that they have, like seeing like Bella perform or seeing Mia perform and seeing like Felice perform. They just, it just sparks you into something. You feel so proud of them. And that's why I feel like you walk out with that new, like that whole new identity because you you never like I didn't get to see these people at first like in that in that moment like I've never really been to a music show before before I came to sin so I never really had the opportunity to to see that so to find to see to see it and then to see my friends doing it added an extra layer I okay really fast I completely agree with that because I remember is one time I haven't had many opportunities to see my friends like perform just because I've been really busy, but it's not beside the point. Uh, one time I saw Isabella perform and it literally made me cry. Like I was like, holy crap, my friend is so talented and this is so beautiful and this is such an amazing space. I just feel like I'm like overwhelmed with love and like inspiration. And so, yes. That's wow. so sweet. I'm like the yeah. biggest fan when it comes to my friends. I'm like the mom from Mean Girls with the camera. Like, I'm like, yeah, you go. <laughs> that's, that's literally Sophia. That's all. <laughs> that's the best energy ever. Um, so you kind of talked about this earlier in a question, but uh, what does your artistic process look like? Um, okay. So I feel like my music is just a reflection of my life and um, my experiences and they don't always come at the same time so a lot of the times if I'm just I don't write music every day like I'm not gonna lie to you it's it's when I'm feeling inspired it's when I'm feeling down um, or if I'm super happy 
But most of the time, it's just like an intense feeling. I used to write a lot. I did like spoken word um, back in like college, early college, and then high school. So if you, you guys obviously write and you have that creative outlet, you know when you have to just let it out. Um, and for me, it was just, like I said, like after a long day, I would just sit down and sing to myself or something. But it starts off with my instruments. Like I can't just sing a song and then do that with instruments. Like I would just like mess around. I never have an idea be like, oh, this sounds good. And then I'll create that like melody. Then I'll just start singing whatever words come out or whatever I'm thinking of first. I just go with it. Even if it makes no sense, I'm like, eventually it's going to, you know, it's full circle. It'll come around. And then I take that idea. I have a friend who is a producer. So I co-produce. So all the instruments are me. Um, obviously, like I sing and I write and he just does like more of the electronic drums and stuff. So I just bring it to him and he just adds the drums. We add like harmonies and stuff like that. Um, and then that's how I create a song. And then I bring it to my friend who is an animator and he creates the visual arts for me. And that is my team. That's my creative process. I love that so much. Uh, what you said about like just whatever words come out really resonated with me because I don't really make that much original music. I like to write about it more instead. Um, but like sometimes I'll find myself listening to music and then just singing on top of it with extra harmonies or like even like there's this album that's completely instrumental and I'll just be singing words and like not even realizing it. And that even inspires me like maybe one day I should just record that and like, you know, do something with it instead of just making it like a, oh yeah, this happens sometimes. Yeah, that's how it started for me. That's I've been doing music since I was like really young, but I stopped singing for a while. So um, I have nodes. I don't know if you guys know what that is. So like it just really affected me. I couldn't talk for like, three months and then I couldn't sing for like a year. So I kind of just took off time for that. It was like, it's whatever. It's not that serious to me anymore. Um, and my friend, he released an instrumental project. And this is before we were friends. He just like released it. And I was like, singing along to it and I just recorded a video of myself and I sent it to him just sent it to him he was like oh my gosh like let's start recording stuff and I, that's how it started for me so if you ever have that idea maybe I should record myself just do it and go for it because you're never going to look back just keep moving forward with it yes 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 that is totally true I mean I had a sudden a spur of creativity my freshman year and I decided to make Minecraft remixes of songs and even though it was god-awfully produced, it was still a blast. And like just letting off all that passion and all that stuff bubbling into you, all that motivation is just a great feeling, regardless of whether or not the product is what you saw or what you envisioned. I love that so much. Um, next question is, what is your favorite part about making music? I think just being able to be honest with myself and to be honest with other people. Like, I, I think the vulnerability is the most important part for me. Like I said, there's times like people will come up to me and be like, why is your music sad? Why don't you write happy music? And I'm like, well, you know what? Mentally right now, I can't write happy music. Like all that's coming out is sad music and learn to appreciate it because I love it. And that's why I want other people to love it too. And that's my favorite part is just being vulnerable with people and being able to say, hey, this is how I felt in a moment. And I've gotten past that. I love that so much. That is so inspirational. Um, 
where can we find your music and how else can we support you as an artist? Uh, okay, so you can find me pretty much everywhere except SoundCloud. Um, so Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon, whatever. And it's just my name. So Mariah Clone. Um, yeah, I think honestly, just a play itself is supporting me and you're doing the most. And I appreciate you taking your time to listen. So like, don't ever overthink it. You're supporting me. Just speaking to me right now and having this conversation is supporting me. So I appreciate it. Awesome. I will definitely be adding some of your songs to my playlist after this. Um, and uh, one of the final questions is, what is one piece of advice that you would give to young musicians? Don't overthink it. And don't think about what other people are going to think about you. Because even now, sometimes I'm like, no, like, I'm afraid I'm going to put the song out. People aren't going to like it. What about my stats? And like, that's not important. It's not important. At the end of the day, like, we all start from the same platform. You know, we're right here. And if I want to be up here one day, I have to start at the bottom. And that's okay. I just don't think about the numbers because it's really not important. You can be the best musician and have 10 plays, but you're still the best musician. And that's how I feel like, don't overthink it. That's, that's it. I'm just going to leave it there. Don't overthink it. Yeah, I, I love that. Um, and I think a lot of the times, you know, we live in like a capitalist consumer culture that, you know, pushes the idea that art needs to be consumable. It needs to be profitable in order to be enjoyable. I'm like, that is the complete antithesis to what art is supposed to be. It's supposed to be a way to express yourself, to express your identity, to explore new things. And I'm really glad that you approach it that way because that's exactly the kind of way that I see art. It took me a while. Sometimes I get so mad. I'm like, why am I not blowing up on TikTok? And I just get so angry. And I'm just like, it's not that serious. It's really not because like right now I feel like I'm not doing enough, but to other people, I'm doing a lot because we all start at the same place, right? So eventually I hope to have more plays. I hope to be added onto like a Spotify playlist. But it, right now it's okay if I don't because I'm trying my best and eventually I'll have that goal and I'll be able to achieve that. But at the end of the day, I just have to appreciate myself and my music and my art and it is what it is. I am who I am. That's incredible. Um, so that's the last of my questions, but I know Sophia had a question that she wanted to ask and I will open it up to Weston, Mia, or Tyshawn if you have any like questions you want to ask. Okay, so my question is not too deep, but if you could choose like another art form, any art form, like not thinking about how good you are at it now or your history in it or whatever, but if you just choose one to like dive into right now, which one would it be? All of them. I'm kidding. No, I really wish I could draw. Like at, at one point, my dad used to tell me that I was a really good artist um, and he'd buy me all these art supplies. And I was convinced up, up until like maybe like nine years old that I was an amazing artist. And I would be like, look at this teddy bear I drew. And I thought it was really good. And then I realized that my friends were like better than me. And I was like, I don't think I'm that good. But I always wish even now at like 23, I'm like, I really wish I could draw. And I have the vision for it, like I do, like I can imagine it, it just doesn't come out like that. That is so relatable. My dad is an artist, so like as, as a young child, he buys me art supplies. Like he's been wanting me to go to like the School of the Art Institute of Chicago, because that's where he works. Since I was little, like he's been supporting me artistically. And I was like, no dad, I can't do art. I suck at drawing until recently when quarantine started. Um, I started to paint again, I started to doodle. And you know what you were saying earlier, it doesn't have to be good by someone else's standards or by the statistics. It has to be good because it's a good way to 
express yourself. And I think um, it doesn't matter how technically good you are because there are a lot of artists who push boundaries who don't have technical skills, you know? Um, go ahead, Mia. Okay. I love that you bring up the idea of like parents and the whole like visual arts aspect because I love painting. Painting is my thing. I'm not the best at it. Like I'm not like Tyshawn, but like I, I, I like what I do. But I just I remember as a kid, like my mom and everybody kind of expected me to be a visual artist and they bought me all these supplies and were, they wanted me to go to SAIC too, um, Isabella. But then I became a musician instead. And part of me, I remember feeling bad. I was like, oh, like, I'm sorry, I didn't do that. But like, just kind of having like the supportive environment from like friends like Isabella, Sophia, Taishan and Weston, everybody in here, like having supportive friends and having such a good environment is like really essential to like not feeling bad because again, art is entirely subjective and it's, it's, it shouldn't be like, oh, what other people's opinions it shouldn't deem that success. So I think that that's really nice. So like everybody's bringing that up. Um, I can relate to your, to your family background because my grandma was an artist, my dad was an artist, and also my my granddad my granddad was my great granddad was a carpenter. So like, but my my family went down the sports path. So I was like the only person that didn't do that. So I defied all the odds, you know, started to paint and draw. And it wasn't good at first. It was not good at first at all. It, it, it takes time to hone your craft. So if you're going to go back into it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take some time. And I really think that you should go back into it because, like, it's just a great way for you to express yourself. You can do your own art. You can do cover as you could. You could um your albums or for your for your songs so yeah i think um something that i've come to realize and this is recently the other day i was like in the shower like broke down i was crying because like we're too hard on ourselves and we don't realize that we're too hard on ourselves because like i said there's a lot of times where i compare myself to other people and then i have to stop and be like why i'm trying my best my life path isn't their life path. We're never going to be at the same level because we're, we're not existing for the same purposes. We're two different people. Um, and that's something that I've come to realize that we just have to be proud of like where we are and eventually where we're supposed to be, where we are in this moment is bringing us to where we're going to be ultimately for our future, you know? And that's just something that I always want to express to other people as well as myself, sometimes I feel like I'm speaking to myself because it's just so important to just be proud of who you are now and in this moment. There's no one like you. It's just you out here. Literally, I I watched Dead Poets Society a few months ago, which I don't know if y'all have ever seen that, but if you haven't, you should watch it. But after I watched it, I literally like, I wrote like 10 pages in my journal about like how amazing it is that we exist and like, even if we don't, you know, like succeed, like make a lot of money or like go to a freaking Ivy or whatever, like you being you and existing in nature is like the biggest gift to the world, like ever. And I think that's just really important to remember. I can relate to what you just said. Um, it was, I can, uh, how can I say this? Because I, you know, during the whole senior thing, um, 
apply to colleges. You know, I got into everywhere I wanted to get to, but I didn't feel like my successes were, were real per se. Like I didn't like I didn't feel as accomplished as I thought I was going to be because I kept looking for more. But then I had to realize that like what I'm doing, what what what, what I'm doing now is really 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 good and you know you just got to take a step back and not be so hard for yourself you know and I had to realize that like I've been doing that for, for a very long time so it's like a force of habit it's a really hard habit to break so I don't know So, okay, wait, can I ask Mar Mariah, do you, like, so you said you wanted to, like, if you could dive into something, you dive into art and you wish you could draw. Do you draw, like, ever? Um, no, like I said, I just have, like, the visual ideas. Like, all of my merch was my ideas. All my photo shoots are my ideas. My photographer is, like, one of my close friends, too. So, like, I have just the, the process of it. Like, I'm able to imagine it, you know? I have the vision but I just can't put it out there. Like my friend who also does my cover art, he'll just ask me like, what do you want? And like, I'll tell him, okay, well, I see this, but I can't physically do it. I mean, I'm okay. Like, you know, growing up in school, I was okay, but I'm not the best. Like if I were to draw something right now, like, I don't think so, but I love painting. I love coloring. I love glitter. I love arts and crafts. Like you'll find like a box of stuff in my house, but I don't think I'm that good at it to be honest. <laughs> Because I was just going to say, like, just any time that you can draw, like, honestly, just do it. Like, I have here, this is my, like, film reader for school. And I know I've doodled on, like, a thousand of these pages. Give me, like, two seconds. Let me find something. <laughs> like, literally just, like, this, like, little squiggly thing. Like, if you're taking notes and just be like, boop, that'll honestly, it'll just make your brain happy. And it'll grow over time to something bigger. And I think you should just try and do that. I, I definitely like doodle. It's it's just kind of like um, triangles or like squigglies or like swirlies. I do that a lot, but I won't be able to like sit here and draw you, just like a stick figure probably. But like I'm not that good. Have you tried keeping a sketchbook? No, I just have like thousands of journals. <laughs> That's it. You, you can get it. Get a sketchbook, get like a little small one and just keep it on you. You're going to use it and you're going to develop your skills. Thank you. No problem. Yeah, and I think like it doesn't have to be, you know, technically good or good by someone else's standards. It doesn't even have to be good by your standards. I think a lot of the times we're convinced that all art has to be good because it has to be profitable. It has to be presentable. No. Art is self-expression. So even if you want to fill an entire page with doodles, if that's what feels right, you know, do it. And drawing art is so subjective. Um, so yeah, that would just be like my word on that. Yeah, I I love that you say that because I just did something for my birthday. It was like a, a paint night. And um, I just bought like canvases from the dollar store because they actually have really good ones for a dollar. So I bought a bunch of them. I bought like um, googly eyes, glitter, stickers, 3D stickers, and then a bunch of paint. And me and my friends just like painted random things. But um, in the end, I was like super proud of my work. I drew a really pretty snake plant. Never thought I could do that. It just came out. And I was like, one of my friends said, can I keep this? I was like, sure, if you'd like it. Like, I didn't expect anyone to say that they liked it. And 
I don't know. It felt really good to just get that out. That's awesome. And uh, I had a question for you. If you had the opportunity to work with, like, I, I don't want to say, like, if you had an opportunity to work with any Chicago artist, who would it be? Or, like, a select few, or, you know what I mean. Uh, there's so many. I honestly, like, maybe at the moment, I know this is, like, so different because at one point, maybe, like, No Name would have been my, like, who I would have said. But at the moment, like, I would really, I take inspiration from, like, um, Omar Apollo. You know, it's like funky sound. Like I feel like it would just yes, go yes. really well with my music. Um, right, or even like a local artist, Alex Bannon. I really want to work with her. She's super good. And I take so much inspiration from her. But yeah, anyone. I'm like willing to work with anyone. So from Chicago, I want to work with everyone. That's my final answer. That's awesome. I love I love No Name, especially Telephone. Telephone and that whole that whole album is just such a great experience. Room 25 hits so different. Like, let me, t- let me tell you, when, when I found out that she made that second album, Telephone is decent. Telephone is okay. But once, what, that was her first album. And so she got more experimental and she was able to do more. And she was able to just, she was just able to create like this immaculate piece. And don't nobody give her the credit that she deserves. And it makes me mad. Yeah, I mean, I feel like No Name, like, just purely based off the quality of her music, should be one of the top artists, you know, in the country or in the world, because, I mean, her music speaks volumes. It's it's extremely impactful and socially relevant. It, like, reminds me of a lot of, like, Kendrick Lamar, but, like, a different perspective. And also, uh, being a half-white No Name fan is, like, kind of awkward, because, like, she has clearly expressed her feelings about, like, white people, like, attending her shows and stuff. So it's, like, it, it, it's... It's interesting having all these perspectives of Chicago artists and having being able to express like the feelings of the city and the people that live here with through their art. That's awesome. Yeah, touching on the on her like white fan base thing. Um, it, I really loved like no like no offense. I love the fact that she did that because there isn't enough gatekeeping that goes on with black culture and black music. So finally, somebody who's like, oh no, this is for us. Like. It just felt, it just, I finally felt like an artist that I can really connect to, so. Um, Does anybody have any more questions? I did, but let me try to think about it because I forgot. (laughs) What's your Instagram? What's your Instagram? Mine? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's exactly like my Zoom name. Okay, but I'm going to follow you. Cool, I'm gonna follow you guys too. I love me. It's uh, followed on the Sound Spaghetti account, Tyshawn. If you go through the followers, I can DM you um, on that account our Instagrams if that would be good. Yes, that'd be that's so much easier. Yes, I'd love that. I also forgot what I was gonna say. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay if not. I'm so glad that I got like a chance to sit down and talk with you like and um, hear more about your stories. So thank you for your time. Thank you for introducing yourselves. Um, thank you for telling me your zodiac signs. You know, sometimes that's a little personal for people, but <laughs> I just appreciate you all. 
Yeah, thank you so much for meeting with us as well. Like, honestly, I was having a really bad day, but now I feel really, like, inspired to go do the rest of the stuff that I have to do. Yes, make art and then share it with me. I need to see it. So I, so I, I, I haven't been having a good week. So this, this day was very, like, insightful because I've had so many talks today. Like, I had a talk with my old jazz teacher about, like, how he, like, navigated world being a being an action and it was really insightful because i'm in this like weird limbo right now and you're also touching on the same things that he's he talked to me about and you, you also have a very different perspective so it's just nice that i'm getting a lot of clear that is uh synchronicities for your life if you feel like there's so many things connecting at once it's because that um that point that your jazz teacher was trying to get across to you is meant for you. It's not like um, ironic or um, a coincidence. It, it was meant for you and you are where you're supposed to be. Yeah, just to kind of say my thanks to you. I was kind of nervous and I wasn't really sure where this was gonna go coming into this, but just having such a chill conversation and being able to talk to you like on an equal level, just as a person rather than like, like than any other dynamic is just perfect. This was an, an amazing experience and I'm so thankful for you. You taking your time to talk to us. Wow, thank you guys. This is so fun. I was also mad awkward and mad stuttery in the beginning because I was very nervous. So I just wanted to go that out. Yeah, Tashawn texted me. <laughs> I'm so nervous. <laughs> no, I was That's really nervous too. Was? Oh, I'm sorry. I wanted to say like my things too, because like I came into the Zoom call actually a little like upset, kind of not not like for this reason. I was just like upset, like not I was not feeling too cash money, <laughs> and I like feel like a lot better. So it's like really cool that we have like a supportive environment, and like it's really meaningful to us that you take the time as an artist to come and talk to like a small journal. Like it does mean a lot for us as much as it means for you, and we do really appreciate it. Like I appreciate you having like such good insight and good advice and like having like a like kind of like what Weston said like a really chill conversation allows it to open up farther than you think it could go for just an interview so thank you for like actually you know taking the time to get to know all of us the way we get to know each other and that's really cool I just want to say like I really like that you share local artists because I went and I went on um Apple Music and I checked out like Sunday Cruise or Red Flags like I looked up this other music and I was like okay this is really good and I, I've never seen that before like I said I, I don't see a lot of like local magazines where you talk about um, local artists or interview people or you give just like insights on like albums and song reviews that is awesome that's really cool those are the type of people that I want to be around people who can talk about music and express how they feel about it that is so nice to hear because this is like this project has just been like my baby like going through senior year like getting my whole senior year taken away from me the thing that people are telling me I've been looking forward to forever but this project has just gotten me through all of it um it it's like it's work but every time I'm doing it it doesn't feel like work it feels like fun I'm always like yes, I'm motivated. Um, reminds me of this one thing I got on this astrology app and it was like giving me advice and it was like, do what makes you feel alive. And that just, that's how I know that I'm into something is because it makes me feel alive. And that's exactly how I feel about this. So like getting the time to talk to you and talking to you on a personal level, not just like a business, 
business exchange where it feels like, yes, we're the magazine, you're the artist, or we're the kids <laughs> and all that. Like it, it feels like we're getting to know each other on more than just a transactional level. And that's what this is all about. It's about breaking the barrier of consumerism. It's about breaking those preconceived notions about art and creating community based on our shared values of art. And I think this conversation just completely reflects that. So thank you so much for talking to us. It literally means so much to me. Wait, I have one last question though for you guys. Um, Specifically in regards to your project, where do you think this is going to go? Like, did you want to keep it school-based? Did you want to take the name or rebrand yourselves when you're finished like with uh, high school? Because it's a great idea and you guys have a really good foundation right now. So I want to know, where do you see yourself for the future? Yeah, so it's kind of been an unspoken thing because um, majority of our club is seniors. So, and we have like two, no, no, three juniors um, and two sophomores. And I was kind of thinking, like, I haven't even disclosed this with my other members. I was kind of thinking, I'll leave Sound Spaghetti at our high school, but I want to take this as like a career. Um, I want to do this as like, I want to start my own magazine and uh, wherever I end up after college and do this kind of thing. I want to talk about socioeconomic intersections with art. I want to talk about looking at niche topics through different lenses. So that's what I'm hoping for. I can't speak for everybody else, but I'm thinking keep <laughs> Sound Spaghetti at Sen, but move this energy towards my career. It's like what I want to devote my life to. I, yeah, I mean, yeah, working I'm, with Isabella. sorry. Go ahead. Uh, uh, okay. Go ahead and go. Um, working, <laughs> okay. working with Isabella is very nice. So I would just love to keep working with her. So whatever she does, I'm down for it. Okay, yes. So obviously I'm the junior, so I would be honored to um, continue Sound Spaghetti after my beloved seniors leave. But also after I, you know, leave Sound going on way and Isabella has their very successful journal, I would love to be a part of that. Um, just letting you know now, so you can plan ahead for my. And yeah, I mean, just like Sophia said, I'd be more than happy to continue the Sound Spaghetti Mantle and Zen. And hopefully when I leave as a senior, I can pass it down to another group of students who are not I, but you know, we as juniors who will be seniors can pass it down to another group of people who also shares the same passion for music because I don't want it to become a thing where it's like you're in it to be in it. I want it to be like a thing where you're in it because you're passionate about music and this is your way that you can express that. I also agree with um, Sophia about how like you guys created this, but it's going to stay in your school for a really long time. Like, I don't, I can't think of something that I was in, but I know that there was like a club I was in where they were like, yeah, this was created in the eighties. I'm like, man, the people who created this amazing genius. And that's you guys right now. So I'm so proud of you for doing this. That's really cool. And I really hope that you continue this. Cause like I said, you can rebrand yourself and like um, make more content. I would say like, you know, podcasts and stuff like that. Cause you have a really good foundation and a really strong team. I definitely think we should keep this up as a collective group. Like when all of us seniors go, like I was thinking about that today. I was like, 
damn, I'm really leaving. What's going to happen? Because I think that once all of our, like, I do kind of, like, agree with Weston about, like, the worries of it, like, kind of, like, dying out. But I definitely think that, like, with our group and with, like, the whole thing that we have, I think it's something that we should keep. So I hope that we can. This is very cool. Um, it's opened up a lot of like inspiration for me more like in depth as a musician myself. So to be a part of this is really cool. I'd like to keep it going. Yeah, definitely. And it's kind of funny. Like I, I don't know if the timing exactly like, like moves into place with how this journal worked, but like, I used to want to be a doctor because, you know, financial security and stuff, but then I did a pre-med program and I was like, "Eh, no, I don't want to do this. But like, this, I was like, I had, I went into senior year. Like, I'm like, I lost my idea of a career. I have no idea what I'm going to want to do. And I'm the person like, I want to know what I want to do. I don't want to play it by ear. Like I, I like to have a plan. Um, that's the Virgo in me. And so this, I was like, no, I know what I want to do. This, this is exactly what I want to devote my life to. Also, can I just say, I'm just going to say it now because I know I'm going to forget. I just had an idea. Um, so when we go back to school, like probably next school year, so y'all will be gone, but next school year or whatever, I think that Sound Spaghetti could probably start doing things like hosting like music nights like at Sen and like maybe like getting local artists to play at Sen or even just like, uh, what's it called? Like uh, freaking... Um, freaking uh like emceeing the word on the street things and like stuff like that like I feel like that would be so cool yes I want to do that so bad and it breaks my heart that I'm not going to be going there and I might move away for college but oh my gosh yes that is um, the best idea please put it in the library oh my god they do put that it in the, the library museum. please yeah like I'm they do that at the Museum of Contemporary Art. I, I, I don't care if I, I, I'll tell them, be like, I'm going to send alumni. I need to go. I need to be here right now. I, 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 I need to be here. So I really hope that you guys can do that. It, uh, it reminds me, I, don't, I know Sophia Singley, I don't know if anybody else has, but they literally fly back to their high school like every week from, even though they live in New York and they, go to, they went to high school in Ohio, they literally fly back like every week to go see their high school stuff and go support their high school. I'm like, that's going to be me. <laughs> um, any, any last thoughts before we wrap this up? Um, if you guys can send me your favorite songs, that'll be great. Let's put each other onto some good music. I got you. I got like, you. Let's make a collective playlist. Yes, that. I'll, I'll make a collaborative playlist on Spotify. That we yeah, can all put is. stuff on. Not me adding all my music. I'm kidding. No, do it. <laughs> I'm so excited <laughs> to listen to all of it. As I only listened should. to some of it. As so you far, should. But I will. As you should. Sell plug. As you should. <laughs> we were going to listen to it anyway, so you might as well. And yeah, while we're on the topic of like, music and like favorite music what's your like do you have like a favorite music genre or like a favorite artist or okay I'll give you like my top favorites um Kid Cudi, Mac Miller, uh, Coldplay, Paramore, Kings of Leon, Mm, I'm trying to think, Lord, do you know like the ultimate indie stands like (laughs) Lord yes 
I don't know. I like a lot of stuff and it ranges, but those are like, I think those are my tops that I can think of right now. Do we just want to go around and say our top five artists? I have to look up my Spotify for mine, but give me a sec. I know mine. You got Solange, Frank Ocean, Jill Scott, Erica Badu. Um, I, I need Michelle and Degicello. Those are my five. Okay, this is going to be really hard because, like, I'm in a really big hip-hop funk right now, but, like, I'll eventually get out of it and start listening to other stuff again. But right now, MF Doom, my main man. I still love Deltron 3030, Jay Dilla, Nujabes, and, I mean, I've been listening to the tons of the strokes lately. told you about Jay Dilla. My dad listens to Jay Dilla. Donuts? Oh, my God. Donuts? That whole album is so beautiful. It, it literally moved me to tears. Like, Donuts, please listen to Donuts by Jay Dilla. Wait, I feel like I have an honorable mention because, like, like I said, like, I am an R&B artist, but I, like, tend to stick with the indie. But my honorable mention is Willow Smith because I feel like my music yes. kind of stemmed from just looking at this person grow as an artist and being like, I want to be like her. So definitely Willow Smith. But that's my honorable mention. Um, that concert so, was so fun. Oh. It's okay. Yeah, no, Willow Smith is incredible. Okay, first, first point, you re- you give me the vibes of this artist named Ravina. Like literally, when I clicked on your Instagram profile, I was yes, like, Ravina, yes. you need to. If you don't know her, you need to listen to her because you do. Yeah, or um, I get what is that artist? Um, I can hold on. I get another artist all the time, and I have oh Umi. If you know who Umi is, yes. yeah, people tell me that too, that like, that's like the vibe I give off. I'm like, totally. thanks, me the flower child. <laughs> that is so good. That's like such a good comparison. Um, my top five artists would probably be Mitski, um, Sufjan Stevens. Uh, there's so many. The Smiths. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, maybe Lauren Hill and because the miseducation of lauren hill is like the best thing on earth and yes yes. (laughs) oh this is so hard i'm trying to think maybe maybe the strokes i don't know it's between the strokes or lana del rey or tyler the creator i don't know i know that's more than five but i can't i can't okay i so this is difficult because i'm really more of like an individual song person instead of like a whole artist person usually so I'll try with the artist, but then I'll give you my like top five songs of all time also. Okay, so Whitney. Whitney, bro, they touch my soul in a way that is just, I can't even describe. So that's number one. Um, and then Frank Sinatra would probably be two. And then I honestly don't think I can pinpoint other artists other than those two that are, I like consistently really love. So my top five songs of all time. Number one is Don't Stop Believing by Journey. Classic. Um, Jolene by Dolly Parton. Okay. Um, These Eyes by The Guess Who. And then like, Everybody Wants to Rule the World by Tears for Fears. And then actually, oh, 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 oh. Um, Stevie Wonder, I love Stevie Wonder. So that's my messy list. I love that. Mia, tell us. Oh my God, this is so hard. Okay, um, I'm also like an individual song person, but like 
if we're talking about all time, then I gotta address my emo phase. I'm still not over. Like, I was into emo music heavy, so I. But I, I think my top five would have to be The Cure, um, always. A little outlier, but like BTS will always have my heart too. Um, Pierce the Veil will also always have my heart because you know former emo kid. And um, I think I'm gonna go with this is so hard. It would be the neighborhood, but honorable mention is uh, Mort Garson, of course, because Plantasia is like my most listened to album. Yes, I forgot Mort Garson. Uh, I'll switch uh, the Lana Del Rey, Tyler the Creator Strokes slot with Mort Garson because he has an album designed for plants and that's just beautiful. And also always the band is really good. Mia, I forgot. <laughs> I, I like that one, maybe a little bit more. Yeah, I kind of forgot a couple people too. John Coltrane, also up there, and Samsa. I love Samsa. Thank you, Sophia, for putting me on. Uh, is there anything else we want to talk about before we conclude for the night? No, I think this was this was such a good conversation. I was like so tired before this, and I was like, oh, I like I want to do this interview, but I'm also like exhausted. I was like, oh, I should have scheduled it for a different day because I'm really tired. But now I'm like, no, I'm awake. I'm happy. So thank you so much for having the time to talk to us. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Um, yeah, this was awesome. Thank you guys 